Um, can we just... What just happened? <laughs> did we just get homophobically assaulted? <laughs> you did. I defended you. Yeah. I defended you like a little like mother hen. You, you jumped straight into my defence, to be fair. Oh, my God. I was about to punch that little fucker in the face. Um, some tramp just called me a queer at oh. the train station. And I, w- and I basically <laughs> went for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, trans v tramp. Um, that was... <laughs> Uh, no, I think isn't that in a video on XTube? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't seen it. <laughs> um, no, we were um, we were actually buying drinks to come here, boozy beverages. And as we were walking into the shop, I n- noted how fabulously you came off of the escalator because you yeah. swung your little arms like you were walking onto the set of Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, you look so fab. And then as he walked past me, this fucking homeless man who'd been begging a minute before he'd got there with this empty fucking Stella can was like, ugh, fucking queer. So that just set me off. And I was like, what? What'd you say, cunt? You're literally like, fuck off, cunt. <laughs> and then he followed us into followed the shop us. and asked us what we were up to that night. <laughs> and so I let him finger me. No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I carried on arguing with him in the shop. Listen, as I said to you, I fuck losers, but that's a step too far. <laughs> um, so happy to have you back on the show again. Thank you, my angel baby. I was sick the last time we were supposed to be recording again. I was. So- do you know what's so weird is I'm never ever a sick person. I noticed that you never take any days off work, do I you? I don't. I don't like taking days out of work. I don't like doing anything like that. And then um, I had kidney stones. Kidney stones. What like what like six weeks maybe ago. And then um, I got really, really sick. Like, I, was it two weeks ago that you were recording? Yeah. Yeah. I think and, so, yeah. And I was so poorly and I just had to sleep. And that was why I messaged you on the day. And I was like, if no one can cover me, I'm, I don't mind coming in. But I just can't come today. I'm so sick. <laughs> it was a really funny episode. We were talking about how I uh, got rogered in the back of a van. Actually, it was in the front of a van. Um, I... Is it, is it out yet? It's on Patreon. Ah, uh, okay. That's I. I don't. I don't pay to subscribe to our service, <laughs> so I haven't actually listened to that. I do listen to episodes. People do ask me when I talk about the podcast. They ask me if I listen to episodes that I'm not featured on. Yeah. And if I'm honest, I didn't for probably the first like I would say maybe two weeks after we went live. I only listened to the episodes that I was on because I was like, I don't care about anyone else, <laughs> honestly. Um, and then um, and then I listened to all of them and I actually love them. Yeah, I it's really cute. It's a nice little vibe off every episode. Yeah, it really is. I mean, obviously I prefer my own, but... Ofs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today is going to be another Danny Focus episode. <laughs> oh my God, it actually is. I'm so sorry. If people are sick of hearing about me, just skip through. I know you're not though. <laughs> we're going to talk about your surgery aren't we we are going to talk about my surgery and it's something exclusive yeah um it's something that i wasn't sure if i was if i was going to talk about before it happened um i've been trying to over the last especially 18 months i learned a lesson that you should shouldn't talk about plans and you should always showcase results um and it's a lesson that i took on by oversharing what i would was up till and then it and then things went wrong and it and, I, and then I had to explain to people what went wrong and, uh-huh, and, uh-huh. and I took away from that that I shouldn't share plans I should only show results don't count your chickens before 
Yeah. They've hatched. Um, is that but right? this yeah. is all. Don't, don't count your eggs. eggs. Do you count the eggs or do you count the chickens? No, you count the chickens. Don't count the chickens before. I don't know, honestly. We've okay. got two stupid half drunk people in front of two <laughs> microphones. <laughs> I don't think I'd know if I was sober, to be fair. No, probably not. Um, so yeah, no, I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about it. And when I say my surgery, people always assume that I'm hopping on a flight to Thailand. Yeah. Um, and I'm not. I'm hopping on a flight to Belgium to go and get um, all of my facial surgeries done. And you raised the money through uh, GoFundMe, right? Fuck off, <laughs> No, I didn't. And I, do you know what? I was wondering when I was coming here today, I was thinking, I wonder if Anthony will bring up the <laughs> disdain that I have for GoFundMe people. <laughs> um, I I didn't raise my surgery money through GoFundMe. I, Save I, that buck all on your own. Yeah, I work hard. And I haven't even finished saving it yet. You know, my surgery is actually not going to be, where are we now? We're the beginning of December, mm-hmm. I've got seven full months until I go into the nine. Oh, you've got seven? Yeah. Oh, I w- thought it was more like four. It was going to be. Okay. I've, I've, I've pushed it because of my work, basically. The 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 um the kind of like the, the place where it was falling in the calendar of my work. It just wasn't really... I could have done it. But it would have been through haste, not intelligence, go- yeah. going that quickly. That's not something you want to rush. No. And as well, like, what's an extra two, two three months? Yeah. Like, I've waited nearly 28 years, mm. you know? Like, I can wait a few months. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, um, I'm going to um, a, a, a really, really reputable world-known surgeon to um who operates out of belgium i had my full consultation with him in london um i took my mum with me it was so just tell us what's the actual surgery they're having it's a facial yeah it's called ffs that's what people shorten it to which yep. is facial feminization surgery, surgery yes yeah. yeah and it's it's a tricky one because when i tell people that i'm having it luckily i've kind of been able to past in my life you know yeah. like I can I can slip under the radar and I'm and I'm, I've been so lucky with that and I tell people and they're like what why are you doing that um and I um I don't want to look like a different person I just want to kind of soften all of my edges, a few features yeah so what, what does look. it involve so everybody's different uh, each um, each FFS procedure is c- in completely unique to the person that is having it done. Um, my procedure list is as follows: I am so all the, the 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 for the bottom half of my face, all of the incisions will be made through the inside of my mouth, so you won't see any visible scars from the from the from the bottom half. So they will cut inside my gums, lift my gums, and grind down about an a centimeter off the entire of my jaw or my chin. They'll then do lipo underneath where they've lifted the bone, where they've ground the bone down and the lipo will lift the skin to the new bone line. Okay, yeah. So I won't get like jowls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then I'm having what they call paranasal implants, uh, which I actually hadn't heard of until I had the consultation with the surgeon, which is they screw in bone-like um, implants 
into the crevices between the on the outside of your nose and what that does is permanently fill in your smile lines and it lifts the tip of your nose just slightly oh i want that yeah so it just lifts like there but but like just a little like that and then just fills out these lines so i'm having those and then um so effectively your nostrils will get slightly bigger Hello, Coke binge. <laughs> well, I've never been a sniffer, you know. Honestly, side note, sniffing has always made me so hideously ill that I've never, never done it properly. <laughs> I'm up. serious. <laughs> I swear on my life. What do you the mean? The last time I properly was able to do a line, and I don't mind admitting this, I was um, in... At Wayne Lineker's house. <laughs> honestly, around that time. And that was when I was 19. That's nearly 10 years ago. So anyway, this is the surgery episode, not the drug fucked episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, so then the, the rest of the surgeons, so I've t- spoke about jaw, nose implants. Um, so then I'm ha- he will cut in through my hairline. And I'm having the entire of my forehead and my brow bone shaved down so it's completely smooth. And then he will lift my brows um, like this. So I'm having basically what would, the the easier way to describe it would be like an upper half facelift. He'll lift the top half of my face and then lower my hairline also and round it out. So I'll have a lift and then my hairline will be round rather than squared out. Okay. Um, I just don't think he should lower your hairline. Oh my God, I absolutely do. It's a massive insecurity of mine. What? Yeah, no. Not, not, the, not the front, at the edges. Okay, because if he does it at the front, you're going to look like Fergie. No. She's got no, like no, a three no, centimetre no, forehead. No, 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 no. Um, and then just to finish it off, he's going to take some fat from the inside of my thigh and pop it underneath my eyes and in my lips so I don't have to get filler anymore because you know that I'm a filler addict. Oh, and that's permanent? Yeah. So why don't everyone just do that who gets filler? Because it's 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 a, like a proper procedure to have it done because they have to lipo the inside of your thigh and then inject it into your face. Um, and as well, the per- you should only expect to keep from that, you should only expect to keep permanently forever between 30 and 40% of the fat that's moved. So over the first like two years, um, they expect for about 60% of it to be lost. Like your, your body will kind of, Get rid of it. So then you'll start getting fiddlers again. Well, yeah, because you know. <laughs> or I'll just fill my lips an extra 60%. Oh my God, 160% in your lips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then and then when I lose it all, I'll just have massive lips. Have a full-on prolapse on your face. I think I might need to address. The, uh, oh, also, because um, you know my fillers, I go and get them done every couple of months. Um, so basically, before I have my my face my face done, I have to have no fillers in my face, no fillers, no Botox. So I'm the last fillers I'm going to be able to get will be in January, and then I'm unable to get any top ups until like until my surgery. But even that seems quite close. Fillers can take like a year to dissolve. Well, he did tell me to stop getting fillers about four months ago, and I said no. So what are you going to do if you get there and they're like... Put, put extra in. <laughs> I honestly don't care. I love... I love having... Okay, as long as it's not like a medical risk. No. 
Okay. No, it's not. He just told me that he wanted... To, he was against the idea of putting fat on my lips because he was looking at my lips and being like, but they're so huge. And I was like, yeah, but that's because of how much filler I have put in them. And he was like, okay, well, I need to see you with no filler in when you come in for the surgery. I need to see you with absolutely no filler in your lips because I won't move fat unless I think there's a need for it. And I was like, well, you know, I'm paying you. so You, you were just like, whatever, bitch. Who are you, a doctor? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't pay you to speak. I paid you to do your job. Yeah. <laughs> get, get the scalpel out yeah. um how much is it gonna cost can i ask i feel like people would be interested to know that sure. uh, other trans people especially yeah so it's gonna cost me about 16 and a half grand okay yeah it's exciting though oh my god it's the biggest thing i've ever done for myself um and it's all everything that i'm having done honestly are the things that i automatically face tune okay they're, they're the things that when somebody takes a photograph of me they're the things i look at and go like oh i hate that or, or like if, if it's on my phone, they're the things that I will edit. I, I'm, a, I'm not far off 30 and I don't want to be a 30 year old that is... Oh, be careful. Well, <laughs> sorry, bitch, I know you're there. Um, but I, Nearly. I don't want to be, I don't want to turn 30 and dislike my reflection because of things that I do have the ability to change. I'm not unrealistic. I don't expect to look like a different person. I just want minor alterations that make me feel more comfortable as a woman well we have seen um other members of the trans community who have had this done yeah and sometimes they do look quite different yeah so it could be like this could be quite exciting like are you going to do like a you're going to track the progress or mm. are you just going to do a big reveal mm. you could just turn up to your parents house one day and be like surprise mum <laughs> <laughs> she'd be like who the fuck is this well <sighs> I feel really, really um, conflicted. I was actually approached by a couple of TV programs um, to talk about it at some point and maybe look at doing documentation. I don't want to do that. I thought about, I thought I was going to and I don't want to. Um, and as you know, um, Anthony, I share so much of my life online. Like, and I have done for 10 years. Um, and it's why I've got... A, and all right, following, you know, people keep up with what I'm up to. And it's lovely. And I feel so conflicted on this. And I still don't know how, I still don't know what my decision is. And I've still got m a few months to decide um, as to whether I keep it very, very private. I don't really feel like the need to do like a reveal. I, like, I don't want it to be like an episode of Extreme Makeover. Oh, my God. That's exactly what I think you People should do. People keep telling me this. They're <laughs> yeah. like, you should, you should walk down the stairs and be like... Ah. Just have a veil on. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I, 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 um, I've been taught... A lot of people have said to me, like, you should reveal it. Um, but then I also feel like maybe I should document it live as, as, as everything is happening. You know, waking up from the surgery... My my only fear about doing that is what if something goes wrong and then I stop sharing because I'm so distraught and I then have to explain myself. But you would just have to keep on going through it and just yeah. being like, oh my God, I hate the way it looks, but I'm going to get it fixed. And if anything, that would just like show people the actual realities. I know, it's so scary. So, I, I did think about because I'm going to take... I was conflicted as to which friend of mine to take. I'm not taking my mum. She'll drive me crazy. Um, she'd just like be like overbearing, mm -hmm. and drive me mad. So I was conflicted between my my flatmate and best friend or m my other better friend, Miles, um, who I was going to take with me. 
And then a, a different friend of mine who's gone through this procedure, she was like, you know, you should take at least two people, but just alternate them. So have one come for the first three days, the second one come for the, the last like four days. I was like, that's a perfect idea. Yeah, that's a good I idea. Don't get bored of somebody, and they don't get bored of me, and it's. I mean, it's only six days. Well, it's mm, yeah. I'm pretty sure you spent longer than that at a party with Miles. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's different when you're literally just sat in a room in pain. Like me and Miles have been away together before and been like, okay, we need to not speak. Well, can you. I just say I would be fuming if I would come for the first three days and then I didn't even get to see your new face. You get to see it when I got back though. They don't yeah, but um, also, how good is it going to be that? Because you're going to have a new face. You don't even have to like worry about bumping into your boyfriend in Tesco's or anything. <laughs> like your ex-boyfriend. Well, yeah, exactly. Hun. No, yeah, um, It's a new day, it's a new dawn. <laughs> no hiding behind the multi-packs of Quavers. <laughs> <laughs> and as well, like I feel like chapter closed, you know. Oh my God, new face, who dis? Yeah, like new face. I don't know you. There um, are so many things you could do, babe. You could commit a crime beforehand. Yeah. And then like go change your face. Yeah. Basically, I could. Yeah, I could. I could really face I off twenty nineteen <laughs> the remake. <laughs> um, yeah, but I feel like there's just there's so many pages that I'm kind of turning now and just closing mm. closing off parts of my life, and. Um, this is just the biggest thing I've done for myself. I've had surgeries done. I've had fucking procedures done, you know? Like, I'm no fucking... I don't I, I don't shy away from the needle. You know that. But this is going to be the biggest thing that I've ever done for myself. Yeah. I'm almost, like, jealous. Really? Yeah, because it's, like... Because you're having, like, so many things done at once. Yeah, it's a lot. Like, when you have, like, one thing done, it's like, oh, okay... Great, I've got new lips. Yeah. But then you're just going to be like, oh my God, I've got new everything. I've got a whole new fucking face. Yeah. Yeah. So this is also why, um, and you are going to hate what I'm about to say. I think you already know though. Um, This is also why in a couple of weeks I'm going to give up alcohol for the next six months. Okay. Yeah. For my tits, when I did my tits, it was probably way too drastic for my tits actually. I gave up alcohol um, and cigarettes for six months before I have my boobs done. And I honestly attest that as to how, why I healed so quickly. So quickly yeah. I went to the gym twice a day for six months, didn't drink, didn't smoke, and I just became a bit of a healthy recluse. And my healing process for my boobs was so smooth. It was perfect. My tits looked great. There was no complications. It was perfect. And I think I owe it to myself to just take six months minimum off the booze. I was speaking to this guy that I'm dating now. I was speaking to him about it the other day. And he was like, well, you know, if you do like seven months off of it, well, you, maybe you shouldn't just commit to only seven months. Maybe you should see how you feel after you've had this surgery. Yeah, maybe, I don't maybe, like him. Maybe you him. just won't go back to it. <laughs> That's true. No. Oh, you're so lovely. Do you know what else works? Witch hazel. Witch hazel. <laughs> Witch hazel. I think you should just keep What's drinking that vodka. What's that thing that they make you take? Arnica. Yeah. Arnica and witch hazel. Arnica and witch, yeah. Who yeah. knew you were such a little white witch? I mean, I've smashed my face, like not smashed my face <laughs> open, but I've like fallen over. Oh my on, God. Do you remember when I said white floor. witch in front of Lauren Harry's and she said that she was into white power? <gasps> oh my God. I've had so many people be like, oh, you mean Dr. Harry's? Oh my God. I, <laughs> I just can't with that. I just can't. Um, so yeah, that's the plan. Um, Okay, and so this is all. This is all about the face, and just while Montage. we're on the topic of um, while we're on the topic of surgery, yeah, you're not in a rush to get bottom surgery. 
No. Which, as we all know, is surgery to make you a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I no, I already had the surgery to make sure bottom. I had that around um, 92, Nine. 92, 1992. I was gonna say nine years old. Oh no, I was born a bottom hand. I came out to in the splits. Um, I'm not in a rush. They were like the baby's breech. You were like, let's just hold her <laughs> no, knees the, up to her ears. Yeah, the baby's breech, and she's biting her finger and raising an eyebrow. <laughs> Um, no, I'm not in a rush for bottom surgery. I have gone through different stages in my life, actually, in terms of, of um, gender reassignment surgery or gender confirmation surgery, depending on what you, you call it. Um, I, for a while, I was really sure, like, okay, I need to start looking at this. This was probably around me age 22 or 23. But I, I actually had a conversation with um, two different friends of mine that both had the surgery. One fr- friend named Blair and the other friend named Al. Blair had the worst experience with her surgery okay. that was so traumatic that she wet- got really mentally unwell after it, refused to do any of the aftercare, and it basically, her, what she's now been left with a basically like a belly button between her legs. Like it completely closed up. <gasps> yeah. Um, it, oh there's there's a lot of aftercare involved yeah. with that. And then my other friend, yeah. Elle, it changed her life so drastically. She it, it was the making of her. And to see those two people within within like two months, they both went through it. And to see those two massively um, conflicting experiences at the same time was really interesting. And then I had this conversation with Elle and she said to me, she was like, so are you going to do the surgery? And my response, I remember it, I was like, oh, yeah, I think so. And she went, what do you mean you think so? And I was like, to be honest, like. I'm not in a rush for it, but I know that I should do it. Like, I, it's on my cards. And she she really laid it out for me. And she said, listen, before I have my surgery, I couldn't... Um, my, my, my personal hygiene was really bad because I couldn't even look down in the shower. Yeah, yeah. She's like, the aftercare of this surgery and the recovery process is so difficult and so traumatic and so long. I mean, you need to take three months out of your life for this for that surgery. Yeah. And um, and she said you should only do that when you wake up in the morning and the first thing on your mind is I need this. Yeah, I need this for sure. And honestly, Anthony, I wake up in the morning, and most of the time I smile at my reflection. Like I feel very, I'm comfortable in my body. You're like, Let's sort out uh, the jaw first, bitch. Basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the issues that I have with my body and my, and my, the way that I look is not relating to that part of my anatomy. And uh, I can feel a growing discomfort as I'm getting older, but it's definitely not monumental and certainly not at a level where I'm, where I would warrant taking that much time out of my life. It's on my cards. It's a very big decision. It's, it's a, a very big it's decision. It's a huge yeah. decision. And I think I will do it in my mid to late 30s. Well, this is the thing as well. Because um, gender reassignment surgery isn't on the NHS, 
You have it to. It is, hun. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. You can. We can edit that bit out. No, you don't have to. Like, <laughs> no, it shows. Like most people don't know about this. Yeah, you that's can. true. You can. There's only uh, there's only um, two or three surgeons in the UK that will do it. Do you know why? So I the wait thought list that? is very very. Because um, I was like partly auditioning for like this reality show or whatever mm-hmm. earlier this year. They wanted me to come on and do this reality show. Anyway, part of it was. Uh, there was a debate about should gender reassignment surgery be on the NHS. So just from oh, really? just from that being a question, I automat- automatically assumed that it wasn't. No, it is. It, okay. It is. And the surgeons that do it, they're like good enough. There's a few surgeons in the UK that will do it. The, the wait list is enormous because it, it's a couple of years. So basically what what happened with my gender care, I was actually discharged from all, de- all gender care within the UK about two years ago. And the reason for that was I had a gender therapist who was a really, really well-known one. He's a really great guy. And I used to go and see him every couple of months and um, it would all be therapy relating to gender. And uh, I had this session with him and it was the last session I ever had with him. And he went, why do you come here? And I said, well, it's part of my, like, it's what I need to do. And he was like, yeah, but you don't go to a dentist if you don't have an issue with your teeth. You don't go to a doctor unless you're sick. He's like, yeah. he, he went, because at this point I just had my tits done and like I fund everything myself as well which is like I, like I like like I know we joked about it earlier I don't go on GoFundMe begging for money I don't I don't take handouts from my parents like I work my ass off and I pay for everything that I have in my life myself and um he said to me he was like you're so driven by money and by progression he's like i i just don't understand why you come here he's like you are so comfortable in your gender and you know exactly who you are he said people come here because they don't know what they're gonna do he's like you know what you're gonna do i thought that about you yeah and he was like you don't need to come here anymore he said "We, we don't need to have these sessions just for you to keep reconfirming that you're okay yeah he said so here he wrote down his personal email address (laughs) What? The privileged bitch. <laughs> Give the help to yeah. someone that needs basically, it. Basically, yeah, basically, I'm taking up. I'm taking up an appointment on a wait list. I didn't need it. But also, so, like, you're wasting your own time. Completely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So he gave me his email address, and um, he basically said to me, like, you um get in touch with me when you're ready to take the next step, when you're ready to go through with that surgery, and I will fast track you, and you'll have it within three months. He's like, but until that point, he's like, don't come here anymore, you know? So now I just go to a different therapist that helps me deal with everything else apart from <laughs> gender. <else>. Yeah, <laughs> every other fuck up in my life. The gender, Honestly, gender to me currently is the least of my the concerns. The least, yeah. Yeah, I've just got to get my facial surgeries out the way, you know, get fucking pumped and right and tight and ready to start hitting my 30s. And I'm good to go. Like... Everything else will follow. Yeah. I'm going to do, I think I'll do it probably not this year coming. I'll do the the following year. I'll probably do a bit of a BBL as well just to fill my ass and my hips out. Are you real? Yeah, I think if I'm going to do that. Bitch, come train with me. I'll get you a butt. Okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I just think like, fuck it. Like I might as well, like if I'm going to do the mug, I might as well do the bard. The thing is, you don't have like a flat ass or no bum. No, I don't. I've got, no. But that's because I went on. But you've ho- got like ready to build on. I went on hormones when I was 18. Like my my bo- okay. my body has been operating in within a female hormone range for the last 10 years. My, yeah. bo- my body is female shaped because the hormones took full effect. Like I have, I have an hourglass figure because of that. So yeah, um, 
I just need to get the fucking mug done. And then I'll just do a few little tweaks to the bod over the years. Um, and that's it. I just need little things just to make me comfortable, you know? Yeah. Well, we actually um, put this to our to our Instagram followers. Oh, we did? We did. <laughs> <laughs> we did what now? <laughs> um, uh, do you know what? The amount of responses was... Like borderline shocking. Really? Out of the, f- this is episode 15? Yeah, 15. Or maybe even 16 if we, we include the Patreon episode. Sure. 15 maybe, something like that. This is the most responses I've ever had. Really? Apart from the one that we did last week when we were talking about Grinder, And it was like Grinder and body image. Everyone had something to They're say. They're probably the two biggest things fucking up our community. Well, there was there were not positive answers, really. Okay. What so. was, can I ask? What was the? Oh, I didn't see this. I was probably sick. Whatever. Um, what was the question that you asked that warranted these responses? Like tomorrow's episode is about appearance and bodies. Are you happy with your looks, and what would you change? Okay. And there was just. So many people saying really? about unhappy, how unhappy they were with their looks and everything. Uh, I didn't d- normally when we do these episodes, I put things out onto my Instagram too, but I didn't do this. And I know that your demog- demographic is a lot more male than mine, isn't it? Yes. Mine's very trans heavy. Yours is very gay male heavy. Yes, but I do. Do you, what do you think with regards to? Um, I mean, obviously, a lot of trans people have body issues as well Mm. I mean we all fucking do tricky though isn't it when you throw gender into the mix that's the thing yeah yeah, because I feel like obviously a lot of the things that trans people are going to be unhappy with is going to be related to their gender yeah whereas with us it's just related to the shallowness of it all yeah basically (laughs) we're all as deep as puddles babe the the pressures (laughs) that gay men are put under is absolutely insane Miles always says this to me because you know but pressures from who? The, uh, the gay community itself. Like, Miles always says this. But do we inflict that on ourselves? Absolutely. A hundred percent. But look at what is... But that's what I'm saying. Is it other members of the community that are inflicting it on you? Or is it you inflicting it on yourself? Both. A hundred percent. You look at what gay, ma- gay man, um, like make popular and like miles always says he's huge miles is so muscular he's so muscular he's so muscular it's insane and miles always goes yeah these are just for show you just have to be skinny honestly and that's true like i just have to be skinny that makes me um like fit the mold as the like like air quotes the attractive thing whereas gay man there's, oh, it's so much more work. It's so much more work in terms of what you have, have to, to do. do to, yeah, to get. Well, it I say that, you, but you don't have to do, to like. I've probably spent twenty grand on laser hair removal from nose to toes, <laughs> and fucking, I have to spend hundreds on my hair and fucking wax my legs and fucking non-stop fucking makeup and procedures and brows and and all of that. Yeah. So it's a different type of work. At least you don't have to pay for tampons. Well, yeah, there is that hurt. Yeah, <laughs> I just shoplift them <laughs> <laughs> for fun. <laughs> um, so I'll just read out like a few of the responses. Um, Hornsey David wrote, "Yes, I'm unhappy. Shrink the pores on my nose. I totally feel you." Did you know that pores are genetic? 
Are they? Yeah, pause. I did not know that. Pause are genetic. So when you see all of these, um, <laughs> sorry, clink of my bottle as I top up my gin. Um, Can you top me up too? Absolutely, <laughs> honey. We always, but I think everybody's aware that we always drink on these podcasts. Yeah, I think um, that's fine. Yeah, so, um, oh, that's a big word. <laughs> Oop. Anna. Oop. Um, yeah, so um, I know this because I used to work for a huge cosmetic company before I do, do what I do now. Um, so co- the the companies that claim, oh, this th- like this primer will make your pores disappear, they just fill in what's there. Pores are genetic. You get them from your parents, your ancestors. Oh, thanks, Dad. Yeah, and so when you use, especially, and this is actually a bit of a pro tip because people say use these silicone primers to fill out their pores to make their skin look flawless. It actually stretches out the pores over time because it fills, fills them, them and in. makes them bigger. Yeah. So um, there are treatments that you can get, such as uh, that there's a laser treatment for pores. Um, that's effective, but pores are genetic. Sorry, um, that, that's just for whoever it was. That, that was David. David, also, pores are genetic. Um, Lint 11. There's, like, obviously things that you can do that make pores worse, such yeah. as, like, sun exposure, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, drinking uh, obviously doesn't ma- help. Heavy makeup. Ma- yeah. Take your makeup off before bed, guys. Learn how to do your fucking mug, bitch. <laughs> 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 um... Flavio says, yes, he's happy with his body, but he would give himself abs. Um, uh, some person, one person, uh, I don't want to say cuck. <laughs> Cook. <laughs> I don't know how to say this. That's fine. Cook19 says, I want a sexy dad bod, which is kind of refreshing. Oh, yeah, th- but this is, it's a, listen, it's a new dawn. It's a fucking new day. There's a whole new generation of gay men that are going, do you know what? Fuck the gym. I'm going to be fucking hairy and a little bit chubby and that's cute. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with I've it. I've dated guys that have got proper dad bods and it's been really sexy because they embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just personally, I mean, it's abs are like pretty to look at, but I don't actually hunt men that have got ripped bodies. I don't. No, me too. It's, it's yeah. where is the comfort in hugging someone? And I'm obviously not disrespecting anyone that has abs. Like, great for you. I want abs on myself because I like the way it looks, the, but I don't mm. seek it in a partner. I the, the guy the the guy that I'm with now, his his his, his like ripped abs. Like is he, he? Like I could like he I can feel them through his coat, let alone his t shirt. <laughs> I'm serious. I can feel his abs. He's, <laughs> he's so defined. <laughs> His waist is smaller than mine, but his shoulders are like four times as wide. It's insane. I would not be fucking with someone who has a waist smaller than mine. Oh, so good. Um, but um, and but I always thought like, oh, it'd be rock hard. And, but no, they, but muscles soften when they're relaxed. Like it's not, it's not like a, it's not like there's you're, you're laying on top of a bit of concrete. Yeah, know? I know. Do you know what? Even thinking about it, that comment was probably more. As looking at people on Instagram who just look like they're toned like, every single day of the week, but yeah. it fluctuates, doesn't it? It absolutely does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we have other responses. Uh, George Norge, uh, more muscle. I'm way too skinny. Feel like it holds me back in life, and I need veneers. Okay, I feel you on the veneers, bitch. Give me some fucking veneers. Oh my god, that gin and tonic is so strong. <laughs> I'm so my... glad you're present right now. That's just taking my head off. Um, veneers, yeah, I'm totally down with the veneers. But do you know some people don't need the veneers? They just need braces. Yes, braces yeah. and a bit of whitening. Yeah. 
Like work with what you've got first. That's me. Really? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I could use the Invisalign on my bottom teeth. See, I'm all about the top. Look, I've got one crossover okay. in the front. Yeah. Mine are there. And it just fucks up everything. Not not everything, but just in your head. You yeah. know, Scarlett Johansson was like hated Vanity Fair or some other magazine because they put her on the cover and they didn't airbrush out her teeth crossing over. Really? I thought... Bitch, you're rich enough. You've been making money off the trans community, playing their characters. If, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I was that rich, I'd have all of my teeth removed and have, like, fucking <laughs> the most immaculate teeth put in. You always have to take it to, like, the furthest I am, extreme. I'm a very extreme person. <laughs> okay, should we move on? Okay, let's move on. Thank you for all your responses. I'm so, with. Sorry, we had so many responses and I really appreciate them. So do keep replying to us. We'll read out uh, the ones that we can. That was just me skimming through out of what uh, what were a lot of messages. In the words of Mel C, you got to love yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love yourself. <laughs> I mean, Mel, I, Mel C is the OG Gandhi. I only say that because I was in the video. <laughs> honey. 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 Um, okay, so this week's topic. Yeah. I want to talk about self-love. Okay. In respect to... You mean masturbating? (laughs) 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 I wish. I wish. I wish that's all self-love compiled of. Bitch, I'd be brimming with the shit. (laughs) Um, Self-love in respect to surgery. Okay, yeah. Because we... There's always this talk about how people who have surgery are insecure. No, I disagree. But yeah, go on. And then if you love yourself... It's like from the inside out so that loving yourself is accepting how you look and loving how you look and embracing how you look and everything. You mean fat people that just accept it? (laughs) Basically. Well, I think people will say this and I think there is a point where people are getting surgery for insecurities. Is that not what, what the desire for surgery comes from to fix something that you're insecure about? I think that we it's a it's such a multi-layered conversation because I think we also live in a new very modern age where um disliking things about yourself has never been able you you like we've never lived in an age where you're more able to change things to make yourself happier mm-hmm. you look at these in, like girls on instagram that go and get the bbls they get their lips full they get their fucking faces full of botox they get all the extensions and they and they make themselves into what their vi- version of beautiful is yeah and they're happy yeah. And they did that, you know, like whether they paid for it by their fucking nine to five reception job or whether they're sucking dick, you know, like they they made their own vision reality. Well, this is where I think like a lot of people will criticize people for having surgery. Yeah. As in, like they've had this I done, they've like had that done. Shame. I don't like it either because I just kind of think part of an element of having surgery is self-love because you love yourself enough to... To bring yourself up to that standard of what you want to look like. Absolutely. It's similar to going to the gym, but, you know, there's not a gym for noses Mm -hmm. and there's not a gym for this shit. Totally. So it's it's just like self-care and taking care of yourself a bit, but it's just a bit further than some people are willing to go. Completely. Absolutely. Yeah. And as well, like, I am always very intrigued by the people that are throwing the stones in terms of... Oh, they're ugly cunts. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, like fucking Sandra off the estate telling you that you're fucking fake bitch because you go and get your fucking lips done. Fuck off, Sandra. What? Just because you have 
looked in the mirror, seen the face that you were assigned and gone, right, well, that's all I got. Like, that doesn't make you better. Just because you don't want to work for the money to change it. It doesn't make you better or worse than somebody who's going, hey, I don't like this about myself. I am going to change it in order to live a happier life. I hate surgery shame. And also, it's the same as slut shaming. I hate all of it. I love it when somebody's super, super body positive and sex positive, and I just think, fucking good for you, girl. Yeah. Fucking get your flaps out and have a fabulous time. <laughs> and also, like a little bit of silicone, don't make me fake, Sandra. No, what makes me fake is that I said hello to you this morning <laughs> and fucked your man later. And <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, though, like I can, I can personally attest to how procedures change your life mm. like totally my tits my lips my fucking all of it like it changed my life it made me a better person because i was able to fucking focus on my life outside of the fact that i hated something about myself i changed it and i became better by doing so and that's what people do they're making themselves happy and i think when people say you need to love yourself people just automatically assume that that's about embracing our insecurity insecurities when realistically Perhaps we're just putting too much focus on the outside with regards to loving ourselves. Perhaps loving yourself is just recognising how you want to look, going for that. Absolutely. And just yeah. not, not putting worth into your looks. I love myself enough to change things to make myself happier. I love my inner... But as long as you're doing it for you. Yeah. I think, I think if you're changing your looks for someone else, oh my God, then, totally. that, then that is not loving yourself. If you're going to get your tits done in hopes of landing a boyfriend, honey, good luck, because it won't happen. Like, you're still going to be that shameful person inside. And that's what I mean. It comes from the inside. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And also, I think we should ditch this term, like, self-love. Self-love especially from a physical perspective, is such a difficult thing for anyone to do unless mm -hmm. you were born with, like, fucking amazing genes. Yeah. It's so difficult. I think self-acceptance... It's very entitled thing to say to somebody, too. Oh, maybe you should just work on loving yourself. Maybe you should fuck off. It's a, such an entitled thing to say. There is, there, you don't know what that person's... What Been that person's through. gone through. Oh. Maybe <laughs> look at you, you little burpy burpy. Um, so right. Say for instance, I don't know. Um, somebody's got somebody says to you, Oh, I'm gonna go and get my nose done. And you're like, Why? Why? You should love your nose, you know. I love the little hump in your nose, or I love the little fucking crook in your nose, or whatever they say to you. Yeah, that's great, but are you gonna How, fuck me? What what about <laughs> if all through their school life people said to them, like, fucking hook nose, or the whole way through, and it made them so sad. And now, as an adult, they have the ability to take a week off work, get that nose fixed, and live their life and not think about it anymore. Why is that not self-love? Well, that's the thing. If it's something that you're going to be thinking about every single day, then why, like... I think just Insecurity step up and change it. eats away at who you are inside. <laughs> and that's, that's a, a huge fucking focus. If all you can think about is how much you hate something about yourself, fucking change it. But this is why I think we need to move away from the term of self-love in regards to the outside and move more towards self-acceptance. Because yeah. there are things that you can accept and be like, okay, you know what? I don't have the best nose or I don't have the best this. <laughs> But it's something that I can accept and be like, okay, that's part of me. Totally. I don't love it, but yeah. I don't need to change it because I'm okay with it. Absolutely. I've kind of got to that point with my nose, I think. 
you have. A bit, yeah. Because you've you've been speaking about getting more work done to your nose, haven't you? More? No, I thought. <laughs> I, oh, have you not had anything done? You've had fillers. I've had I've had non-surgical yeah. nose jobs. Yeah. But you you were talking about getting a proper nose job done for a while, haven't you? Yeah. And where do you stand with that now? Do you want to get it done? Um, I would be lying, I think, if I said it's not something that I still thought about. Yeah. But I think well, your nose is a funny thing because it's on your face. It's, it's not something face. that I, like, look at and I say. Oh, really? Yeah, obviously, like, when I look at my nose straight on, I'm fine. I'm happy with it. It's only when I see photos from certain angles that yeah. I'm like, okay. oh, okay, shit, that's big. But I'm still just like, well, I can't really see it, so I'm not that bothered. Good for you. Um, so, I mean, the non-surgical nose jobs are nice because they just thicken it out a bit. Yeah. Because it's a bit, it's not fully straight. Yeah. So I've got, I mean, the, sur- the surgeon when I went for my You've consultation broken, years ago. You? No. No, I thought that was a sorry, sorry. <laughs> I wasn't just like, oh, that's been wrote. No, no, it was I just thought, years I, of I, drug I abuse. Thought I rem- <laughs> ah, that's it. Yeah, okay, that's it. I remember now. Um, no, she just said to me when I went for the consultation years ago that it was, it wasn't... Um, deviated my septum wasn't deviated it was deformed Fucking hell, how did, oh deformed i was gonna say you're lucky yeah. to have a septum after those years, <laughs> what was it two, 2010 through to 2015 about that yeah yeah I thought so. <laughs> but, she, but she she did say to me um you know if you want to have a nose job it could it could go okay you could have a whistle out of your nose like a stop that now <laughs> <laughs> oh. when you breathe I thought, like, bitch, people are going to know that I'm coming from around the corner before they even see me. Shit. Or she said it could just, like, completely fall apart like Daniela Westbrook. So I just thought, well, obviously I'm not going to take any of those chances. No. But now that I haven't done, like, drugs so long, Maybe I wonder get, if the effects would be different. consultation, maybe. Yeah. But again, it just comes back to that thing where I'm not fully bothered. And then sometimes I meet men and they're like, I love your nose. And when somebody says that, it really just makes you think, oh, do you know what? There's somebody out there who's just going to not fucking take notice anyway. Oh, my God, absolutely. Yeah, the right person will love everything about you. That's true. You know, like, what was it? And do you know what? what? It's like you said earlier about the people with the bellies. If you just fucking own it. Oh, my God. There's nothing sexier than somebody who owns exactly what they have. So I'm just going to forget about my nose, work a little bit more on my confidence, which is already on the rise. And this time next year, bitch, I'll meet you down the aisle. We'll be having a joint marriage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, maybe. Oh, little smitten kitten. Um, I, th- I can't remember whether it was Michael Alec or a James St. James quote that was, um, and it was like, girl, who cares if you've got a hunchback? Throw some glitter on it and let's have a pie. Oh, my God, I've heard this too. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe through you. <laughs> yeah. Who cares if you had a hun- hunchback? Throw some glitter on it. Let's have and a pie. Get, get down to sink the pink. Yes, honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's quite a nice note for us to end on. I think so too. Thank you for listening to me ramble about what I'm going to change about my mug. And I'll see you on the next episode of Let's Talk About Me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and actually, let's say a quick thank you to our Patreons. A big thank you to Brian Benowitz, Carl Treviso, Anthony Luke, Mark Bray, and Christopher Johnson. If that's not the order it was originally in, then you will definitely be on the next episode. Uh, Thank you guys so much. And if you want to join our Patreon, you can find us on there under Cocktails and Cock Talk. Um, you'll get extra episodes, and we'll also give you some shout-outs on here too. And you also get access to all of our 
NSFW content. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. And we will catch you next time. Love you. Bye. Bye.